Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? Had a little bit of a setup issue for those that are waiting for me. So when you give it time for the alert to go out to get everybody going, my daughter is making me a cup of coffee this morning for our morning message. Uh, you guys probably have seen this shirt again. I'm probably going to put this one for order soon. If anybody like to have a coffee shirt, my son, Matthew Palmer. I can't remember the name of his business, but he makes these shirts. Made the shirt for, for us for our Trinity uh, thing we did last year. We gave it to all the speakers. We're going to have it available for the public soon. So if you'd like to have a coffee shirt, let me know. We'll have that ready for you. But this is Harvey Jackson with Great Commission Evangelism Ministry. And today is our Sunday message. And today we're going to be talking about prayer. So before we even get started, what I want to do is I'm going to type in our email on the comments. We pray. I sure you can hear my coffee going back there in the background. We pray. My beautiful daughter making it for me. G-C-E-M at gmail.com. We pray gcem at gmail.com. Okay, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, so if you need prayer, click on the prayer thing and, and let us know what your prayer requests are. Or you can type me here in the comments or you can contact me on Messenger or you can leave a comment on the YouTube on the YouTube page. But either way, you can get prayer. So if you need prayer, let us know your prayer requests right now. My coffee's coming. Sometimes I need a little hotly to clear my voice a little bit, so we're going to have a little bit of coffee here. And so if you need prayer, go in and do that. Thank you, Selena. And I'm not sure if you can see her. I didn't have a camera towards her. My oldest daughter is with me today. My second oldest daughter, at least, is with me today. So... Uh, we're going to go in and start off with prayer. So if you need prayer, just let us know what your prayer is. If you watch our replay, go in and send us your prayer requests, okay? All right. And one thing I am considering doing, because we have some people that don't use Facebook and don't use YouTube. Um, probably this week, I'm going to think about putting together a audio file. Now, it will not be on live on Sundays. It will not be live. We'll have it as a replay and have available to go out on our emails for people that do not use Facebook or YouTube. Because on YouTube, you have to get a YouTube account, and on Facebook, you have to have a Facebook account. You may have to get an account on the uh, the live stream too, but it'll be a little bit easier for those that don't, don't use Facebook and YouTube. Whoever that is that's on, click on hi so we know who you are, so we can welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. But let's go ahead and take some time to pray. Oh, God, I just want to thank you for letting us be here today. I just praise your holy name. I pray that you just touch every single person that is listening on the live and on the replay. Be with all the different requests we have. God, uh, I put out some requests for my son. Thank you that he's doing better. Uh, we have some other people that are suffering from COVID and some other families. I pray that you be with those. I pray that you'll uh, be with us. Thank you. My children have been going out and helping me out with outreach. So I want to thank you for that. And I pray that you'll just protect us and reach touch those people that we reach out to have them click on the websites and and contact us and get your word so they can have a personal relationship with you and i just praise you in jesus name amen 
Okay. So just to let you guys know, we are going out to uh, Victorville again. We took a break last year. And the reason why I took a break, I want to make sure we're doing the right thing. So keep us in prayer. Uh, we're doing our uh, pray and go. And for those who would like to have more information about that, we're probably going to have a meeting later this week. I'll send it. I'll put it on Facebook and send it on email. But if you're interested in, in being a part of our core group, we're starting a, a planning group. Our a planning group. We're going to have Bible study and planning. It'll be a combination of both. So if you're interested in that, contact us. Contact me at Great Commission Evangelism Ministry. I'll type that in there. Ministry. You guys hang on. Because I know I've been watching our, our stats. People like to log out after two minutes. Uh, sometimes it takes a minute because I'm a slow typer. Great Commission Evangelism Ministry org. Okay. So uh, if you're interested in being part of our planning group, going to do that. Okay. Because we we want to get together a group, and our goal is to have Easter service this year. And we're going to have, whether we have 10 people or 100 people, people. My goal is say that we have 70 show up, but we got to, uh, it's all up to God, okay? But we're, we're looking for a place, so keep us in prayer for that. Keep us in prayer as we go out to the community. And right now, we're not doing face to face contact, but I am considering to do that. I might do it individually versus us as a group to see how things go in the community as they respond to us going to talk to them face to face. And but right now we're going out praying for the communities, praying for last week. We had a we passed up a house that was going with COVID. We didn't talk to them, we just put a flyer on the door. And and we prayed, we we the next door they were told us to pray for them. So we had an opportunity to pray for a family with COVID. But we're going down the streets praying for people and offering prayer. And the last time we did it, did it, we had a phone call from a man that did receive one of the flyers and ask for prayer. And we had a good conversation. So that's some of the things we're going to be doing. And also if we find out someone that has needs for many need help cutting a lawn or things like that, we'll be willing to help them out with those things. Okay. I have a team of five people that can help me out. And of course uh, we want to invite you to kind of be a part of our team and reaching and helping our community. Also we're, we're uh, doing some other things like feeding the homeless and stuff like that too. So if you'd like to be a part of our team and doing that, uh, contact me at the email so we can get you on our, our planning team. I'll send you all the information. Say, Harvey, we want, we want to be on your planning team. And that's, we're asking those that are in the high desert and also the Victorville, you know, the high desert Victorville area. You don't have to be in Victorville, but at least in, within this area. If you want to drive from L.A. and stuff to come help us out, you're welcome to do that too. Okay? You're welcome. But uh, we know that that's a far way to drive. Uh, so, but in the, where if you want to support us, you can support us in prayer and financial giving as well. Okay, but let me go on and get to what we're doing. We're gonna this week we're gonna be focusing on prayer. So I know I'm talking a little bit today, but this week we're focusing on prayer. This Tuesday we're gonna start a 14 day prayer strategy. Well, not strategy, 14 day prayer emphasis. We're doing a 14 day prayer emphasis. We're going to be praying for Victorville in the high desert. And we want you to come and join us in that. And I'll be later this afternoon, I'll have an event page up. 
later this afternoon, probably after 12 o'clock, the event page will be put up. And we want you to sign up for that event page. And we want you to also share it to all your friends so they can come because prayer, everybody needs to be involved in prayer. You don't have to be a member of us to be involved in prayer. Be involved in prayer. You don't have to be in California to be involved in prayer. Be involved in prayer. And the things that we're going to be doing here, you can do in your neighborhood and pray for your neighborhood. So we're going to ask everybody to be involved in this 14-day prayer. Pray for us in Victorville. Pray that God opens hearts in Victorville. And also pray that God opens heart within your community, too. We want to have prayer. And I believe in prayer. And I'm thankful also, and you guys might have been seeing those are on my personal page. I've been going on Sunday morning. I didn't get a chance to go this morning. I was uh, a little bit under weather, so I, I stayed home today. And I feel a little bit better, so I'll go out later this afternoon. But I decided to stay home this morning. But I will be, I've been going back to my mother church. Uh, we, we took a year off uh, because of health reasons, and I started going back to my mother church. And it's been great. But my pastor believes in prayer. I believe in prayer. And we believe in prayer. And we're going to be praying for our community. So come join us in that. Come join us as we pray for our community. And today we're going to talk about the power of prayer. So let's take some time today to talk about the power of prayer. Now, I've already given my, my prayer about the boy that 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 extorted Jesus. I'm not going to give you that joke. But there, there is a, a one about a, a guy. He was buying a horse and a cart. And they said, when you get this horse, you want to move, you got to say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You say, praise the Lord. The, the horse starts running. And if you want it to stop, you say, hallelujah, hallelujah. And the horse will stop. The horse will stop. So he took his horse and he started, he sort of forgot to stretch and started whipping the horse and said, Praise the Lord. I mean, get going, get going, horse, get going. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I gotta say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the horse started running, running, running. But it the, the horse in the cart got out of control and they came up to the edge of cliff. And, and he's like, Stop, 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 stop. And he goes, the horse was stopped, and he realized uh the the, the horse. Uh, you gotta say uh, hallelujah. So finally, the the horse stopped. He goes hallelujah, and the horse stopped at the edge of the cliff. And then he's seeing how he almost died. And he went, praise the Lord, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Let's keep in prayer. My favorite cowboy team. <laughs> I'm gonna sell some cowboy pride today. We want the Cowboys win. I'm sorry for you Niners. I'm going for the Cowboys. God will. Uh, do the uh, results, but I'm going for the Cowboys today, okay? But right now, we're going to concentrate on the words. So we're going to go to prayer. And it's important that you know what prayer is. This boy, this this guy, he knew the prayer language, praise the Lord or hallelujah, but obviously didn't know how to say the right words to get things going. It's important that we know what prayer is. And all prayer is is communicating, talking to God, just like I'm talking to you. That's all prayer is, people talking to God, just like we talk to you, to I'm um, talking to you, and we try to make a lot of things on prayer. Like you gotta be in a certain position. It, it is good to show humbleness and respect towards God. That's why we bow our heads and pray. Uh, that's why a lot of churches we lift our hands and pray to show our our that that we think He's awesome and we get excited. So we lift our hands and that's showing respect and praise to God and also showing our emotional 
uh, experience in God, okay? Because uh, God wants to see us excited for him. So we, we sing and we praise in, in song and we pray. And many times we raise our hand, especially when God has touched our soul. We can't, do, we can't help but raise our hands and pray. Some of us pray with our eyes open, lifting up the heavens, some down. But all, no matter what method and form used in that way, is communicating with God. Prayer is communicating with God. And why it's important that we communicate with God? Because we are a special creation in Genesis 1, 26. It says that God took time to form us. All the other parts of creation was called into being. Called into being. But God took time to form us. He took time to form us with his hands. He made us in his own image. We are a special creation. We're not like the animals and everything. We are a special creation. And God took time to form us. And because of that, he wanted. He did that because he wanted to have a relationship with us. Now, there are two, a few other reasons. We, we are an expression of God's glory first, okay? We are an expression of God's glory and who he is. And then also there's some 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 Jewish mysticism ideas, which is probably right. I have to admit it may be true that God created us to be a contrast to what Satan is. Satan rebelled against God, thought he was all that, and God showed him how he wasn't that significant by creating man to show Satan that he wasn't all that, and and he made man even better than Satan by letting us be in his own image. Okay, so. So he made us like him. We are actually created in a higher state than angels, even though we're in a lower state in the flesh. But he was in a higher state than the angels because we're in God's image. We are created, we love, and a lot of the things that we have as men reflect God. When the angels worship God, they know God, and they have great power, but they did not have the image of God in them. And they watch us and wonder, why God even puts up with us? And why did God create us? And one day it says, one day we will judge the angels. We are a special creation of God. So we need to remember that, people. And because of that, it goes to the next thing. If God went through that much trouble, he wouldn't have a relationship with us. And we are special. And also in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, that you will not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, why would God send Jesus Christ to come from the earth, to die on the cross for our sins, and become sin himself, go down the depths of hell to free those that, re that, that, that didn't quite make it to heaven, and well, that were in the Abraham's bosom, the holding place, to go to heaven, and he preached to them so they could go to heaven, and then later rise again from the dead. And before that, he went to all that punch for 39 stripes, uh, people spitting on him and all these things. And this is God in the form of man on earth. Why would God do all that for us if he did not want to have a relationship with us, if we were not special to him? Why would God do all that? It doesn't, wouldn't make any sense. Does that make any sense to you that God would do that if he didn't want to have a relationship to you, yeah. Selena? Okay? No. So God did want to have a relationship with us. Now, I've heard some arguments against that, but I believe that God wouldn't have a relationship with us, that we are special to him, and, and that 
the world was not really created, that we were not just created to be a part of the world and just take care of the world, but when we look around the world, the world was created and all the purpose and things that we had to do. <clears throat> Most likely, and I know a lot of theologians believe the same thing I do, the world was really created for us, so we have purpose and meaning. But of course, sin came into and broke that meaning. And that's why we needed Jesus Christ to come and put those things together. But part of keeping our relationship with God is prayer. And now think about it. Would you have a good relationship with your wife if you don't communicate? A lot of studies have shown that when people don't communicate, that's why they have divorce. Most divorces are, are because of lack of communication. So if you got to communicate with your husband and wife to keep a good relationship, don't you think you need to communicate with God? If you don't communicate to your children, you don't know what they need, you don't know what's going on, and things like that. And we have to communicate with our, our, our children. Don't you think we need to communicate with God and know God's will and what he wants in our lives and have that closeness and things like that? You can't have that without communication, people. We we're created to relate to each other and also to relate to God. Romans chapter 1 talks about that too. Okay? We we're created for that. To have a relationship with God. And the first, the only way we could truly have a relationship with God is through prayer. Now, as we look today, we may not have time to get to all. We're going to try, this is our goal to talk about. We're going to talk about how Jesus models and instructs us in prayer. Why prayer is a spiritual weapon and what should we do in prayer. So we're going to go to Mark chapter 1, verse 35. So let me find out real quick. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Get your Bibles, your phones, or whatever you want to use. Tablets, and go to Mark chapter 1, verse 35. And it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to the solitary place where he prayed. Jesus took time to have prayer. Now, realize, what's about a man who was all God? And all man, but he still had need to pray to the Father. And remember here, the shirt is good. I'm glad I had the shirt on. I'm talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Son still need to have relationship with the Father, and still need to be empowered through the Holy Spirit. Which he was born with the Holy Spirit. He still needed to pray. He still communicated with the Father. Now Jesus needed to pray. Don't you think we need to pray? And also notice he went to a solitary place. He went alone and saw a prayer and prayed. So when we pray, we need that quiet time with God, that quiet time along with God to pray. We need quiet time to pray with God. You need to find a time either in the morning, the afternoon, or the best time you would have time alone to pray. Some people is driving on their drive. If you can concentrate on their commute, they read the Bible before they go or may listen to an app and then pray. I had a friend. He was sitting in the bus, I guess, because he was very busy. He was a teacher, uh, taught in Alonso School District. And we both were catching the bus to school for about a year or so. And I actually was on the bus for three years. He was in for about a year because his car broke down. And he had a lot of other things he had to pay for. So he was on the bus for a year. And he would listen to his, uh, the I think it's called We Bible or something like that, one of those Bible apps. 
and then pray as he's on the bus. I mean, of course, silently, but pray and meditate while he's on the bus. And of course, I was there to interrupt him because <laughs> we talked a lot. But he that's what he did. Now, that's for busy people that it's best to find time alone where you can take some time to pray. Some people might be at work during the lunchtime. For some moms, it might be while you're taking a bath. I knew one lady, her best time for prayer was doing the, in the bath. She'd read her Bible and then go pray because it, it was a solitary praise. And for a while, I had to go in my bathroom, shut the door, because that was the quietest place in the house to pray. But we need to take time alone to God to pray. That also means last week we talked about time schedule. Look at your time. Do that time study. And if part of time study, you should have a time today where you're going to pray. Look at all the things you do and what's the best time where you'll be awake and alert and have time to pray. Minimum time, 15 minutes. For me, I need probably about half hour to an hour. Everybody's different, but take time to pray. You should be reading your Bible and praying. And if you need some help, there's things called Our Daily Bread. They have some videos you can watch. It's about maybe 30 seconds to a minute. Well, that's just more like one or two minutes. And then you can read the scripture that goes along with that and then pray. You And I also encourage you to keep a prayer list and pray, but you need to take time to pray. Uh, we're going to go to our next scripture. And... In Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 24. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 24. It says, Immediately uh, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him on the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And he sent... The multitudes away, and he went up to the mountain to pray. And now when even came along, he was alone there. Okay, so he took time to pray even there. And now we want to go to uh, why is prayer a powerful spiritual weapon? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. If you want to get the full... You know, I'm doing an abbreviated part of the sermon, but if you want to get the full thing of the sermon, you need to go to the YouTube and look for How to Walk in the Power of the Holy Spirit, that playlist, and click on the Power of Prayer. You'll get a lot more verses on there. I'm doing an abbreviated version of this today because of time. But Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 13. And it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. For you do not wrestle against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, rules, darkness, and the host of witnesses in heavenly places. And then it goes to talk about the different types of weapons. But then later on in verse 18, it says, praying always with all prayer and supplication. So it says, if you want to be strong in a spiritual battle, you need all these other weapons that I mentioned before. Then, but then also 
pray. Pray always. That means pray all time. And Philippians talk about be constant in prayer. And being watchful to the end of perseverance with supplications. We need to pray. We need to be watchful. As we pray, we need to watch and see what God's doing in our lives. Walk and see how God's leading us. That means you need to ask God to help you to live the right way and be watchful after you pray. Put it in action so that if you see yourself in temptation, you pray some more and make a decision to walk away from the temptation as the Holy Spirit leads you. If you need to witness somebody, you pray, God, help me to be a witness. You watch and see those opportunities to share the faith. You watch. You watch. If you are praying for God to give provisions, you watch and see how God is providing that for you. It may not always come the way you want to, but you need to be watchful and prayerful. You may have to wait for it a little bit, but you need to be watchful and prayerful. If you're seeking wisdom, you should be watchful and prayerful and see the answers that God's giving you in that wisdom. You need to be watchful and prayerful. And it also says, and supplication for all the saints. So you not only pray for yourself, but you pray for other people. Just like I mentioned today, uh, I had put out a prayer request for my son. And God worked in that situation with him and also protect his girlfriend and the baby to make sure they didn't get COVID too. But we prayed about that. Many people prayed about that. We prayed. And thank you for all those that prayed for my son. Thank you. But that's a result of prayer. There's times where I needed money and all of a sudden it showed up after prayer. There's times I need someone to talk to and it showed up after prayer, but I had to be watchful. There's times I said, God, I want to be a better witness. Show me how I could witness people on a job while I'm Ubering. And all of a sudden I had to be watchful. I'm driving and we're talking and I have my music on and stuff. And people want to ask about music. Then all of a sudden I get a chance to share my faith with somebody. But I have to be watchful for that prayer. Or sometimes at work in the break room, we're sitting there having a conversation. I'm praying. I prayed early, God, I want to be a witness. And all of a sudden, uh, I might have my Bible out, reading my Bible on my own, or or just out of conversation. I talk generally. I don't hide the fact that I go to church and stuff. And then the conversation comes up. And I'm not holding out about that, by the way. But the conversation comes up, and I have a chance to witness to somebody. But we have to be watchful and pray and communicate with God. And also, when we look for God's will, God, what do you want me to do in, in your life? We need to be watchful and see how God moves in us. We need to listen to the word of God. That's why we also got to lead the word of God. So if I come to a word, to a friend, or to the preacher, or through a Bible study, and the light comes on, and that's what God wants to do, or he might talk to you. And that's why when you pray, you need to take some time to listen to God, too. He may talk to you in a still, small voice and say, hey, this is what you should be doing. And sometimes it's not that still. Just recently I was praying about something. I was driving my car and said, God, what do you think about that? And he said, no. I was like, whoa. That must be from God because that was a loud no. That was no, maybe no. That was a loud no. I'm not going to do that. But because I was praying and asking for wisdom. Prayer is a spiritual weapon that God uses to help fight evil in our lives, to help stand against the wells of the devil. And it says, pray for me that others may be given to me, which I pray that you pray for me as a pastor, so I can communicate in a way where people can be led to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and start to follow closer with God, that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery gospel, for which I am a bastard in chains, that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 
when you pray for all our, if you're not a part of our church and the part of the church, pray for all our pastors, leaders, city school teachers, and whoever. And keep our church great commission evangelistic ministry in prayer as we're going out to reach our community. We need to be involved in prayer. And then Jesus gives us a model of prayer. And we're going to go to um, the model is in Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. So we hope that you will join us this Tuesday at 5 o'clock. We'll be here on Facebook Live. Or you do this every day for 14 days for prayer. Luke chapter 11. Verse 2, and he said to them, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us in temptation, but deliver us from evil. And also it says, for thou is, is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever, in some versions. Okay. Now, there's an acronym we use on prayer. The first one is A for Acts. You want to take time, as it shows here, to take time. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. To say, God, you're awesome, you're great. And recognize who God is and that he is holy that he is above us, and that we need him. Give God the credit of who he is. The C in Acts is confession. Confess your sins to God. Because with one God amends, we need to confess our sins and be repentant. That means we want to turn away from our sins. If you don't turn away from sins, then it does, you know, that's not confessing. So that God's spirit can move in us more. And that means we're open our hearts to be used by God. So, and, and, that's what it says in verse 4, forgive us our sins as we forgive others. So if you're holding a grudge against somebody, guess what? God's not going to forgive your sins. You need to be truly repentant. And then uh, it says, be thankful to God. The T's for thankfulness. To thank God for what he's done in your life. And S Suffocation. It says, do not leave us in temptation, but deliver us from evil. And also in verse 3, it says, give us our daily bread. Pray for God to help you in your life, but also pray that God help with other people that we've already talked about. So adoration, confession, thanks, and supplication. Those things that should be involved in prayer in your life. And let me assure you that God hears our prayers. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 65, 24. We're going to end with this. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24.
Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. God already knows what you need, but he still requires that you go to him for the help. Because remember, it's about a relationship. Sometimes I know my kids need stuff. I'm waiting for them to come talk to me. I'm not just going to hand it out to them. They need to learn to come talk to me. In fact, one time I had a son that needed something, needed some help. I loaned him some money, and he needed more time to pay that money back. And he was there to come talk to me. He went to go talk to his mom. Now, I got a little bit hot, and I went down there, and unfortunately, I embarrassed him a little bit. So I didn't know his girlfriend was around the corner listening. And I said, what you doing going talking to your mom instead of coming talking to me? God wants us to go talk to him. He wants that relationship. And it's also a form of respect. Recognizing who God is, that he provides for us. And also the fact that it helps us individually to draw close to him, to depend upon him. And also it helps us in our mind. Prayer does some mental things for us. It helps rewire our mind. We're studying the Bible, praying and putting things in practice, and God opens the mind. So you need to be involved in prayer people and pray every day we want to ask you to join us for our 14 prayer emphasis this week this tuesday at five o'clock we're gonna have it there it should go for about a half hour if we have a guest speaker it might go longer but i don't know if we really have the guest speakers but I might try to get some friends to come on and help out too so uh but if it's just me it's gonna be no more than a half hour and then we, on tuesday that night later we'll be back here for our tuesday night discovery bible study Okay, but join us this Tuesday at 5 o'clock for our prayer emphasis at 5 o'clock. And we hope to see you. You have a great day. Let's take some time to pray before we go. Okay, if you do not know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, receive him today. All you have to do is say these words, Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. Please come to my heart and save me and take control of my life. And today I commit myself to you. If you are a Christian, but you're not involved in daily prayer, you're not involved in the daily Bible study, you're not really living for Christ the way you should be, today take time to rededicate yourself to God in prayer. And mean it, and God will make a change in you. If you have needs in your life, pray to God and let him know what you need. And also contact us on WePrayGCM at gmail.com. Let's take some time to pray. Oh, God, I just want to thank you for letting the Spirit to die. Just praise your holy name. I pray you just touch everybody listening. If somebody receives a personal one Savior, I pray they'll sense your spirit there. If those are dedicated a lot to you, I pray that they'll uh, feel your power helping them out. Answer the prayer needs of those that need prayer. And I just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you guys, again, you have a good day. Don't forget to join us this Tuesday at 5 o'clock. And if you've enjoyed what you're seeing, go and subscribe on YouTube or whatever channel you're on. And uh, click like on YouTube and 
If you want to do any other channel yarn, that's fine too. Uh, but make sure you're here Tuesday at 5 o'clock. See you later. Bye.